Coming up, the Degenerates bring in the podcast's first ever special guest. Crazy Super Bowl prop bets are discussed, and two music-related segments on the list, as Giving the Points podcast finally returns next. This and all of our podcasts are sponsored by Malicious Intent Apparel and Sports Memorabilia, where their loss is our laughter. Check them out at www.mal-int.com to purchase your next piece of comedic sports apparel or that signed rookie card you've always dreamed of owning for your man cave. Earn 15% off your next purchase when you use the promo code 15 on MI. That's 150MI. Let's go. And welcome back to another edition of Giving the Points Podcast. I am your degenerate co-host, Jeff Cox. Alongside, as always, is my fellow degenerate co-host, Jason Osho Odell. What's going on, brother? Good evening. Good evening. Glad to be back from a holiday break. Yes. Haven't got a chance to catch up, so I'm looking forward to talking talking some degeneration. Absolutely. And we would also like to introduce our first special guest of the podcast, Mike D., or as he is known in the greater Clay County area, DC, a.k.a. D. Sizzle. Welcome to the pod, Rook. How you doing, oh, brother? I'm doing great. How you guys doing? Oh, fat and happy, man. Just uh, looking for things to gamble on. Uh, my new uh, fad is the prop parlays for NBA players, so it, it never stops, dude. It, so, it's, uh, endless, always, it's endless. A beautiful thing. Always looking for uh, Bovada to give uh, me money, but I always end up giving them money, so... We uh, welcome you once again. Uh, we're going to be doing a couple of uh, things up front, as we always do. Uh, we've got two list segments, music-related, nothing sports-related this week. Um, so let's get right to it. Let's start with our Tales from the Oval Felt Poker Stories. has been a while, so I'm sure we have a lot. Oh, show, tell me how you done. You know what? We, we've done pretty good as of late. We, we closed the year out uh, with a couple of losses, but... I got two really good stories. You know, I always look for, for the interesting stories and they typically highlight how big an asshole I am um, on the wins and the losses. But I, I sat down at a table a couple of weeks ago and there was an old Chinese lady. She oh. must've been 400 years old and she played relatively tight. And I woke up with a, with a jack of clubs. So she bets out 22 and four people call, including myself. This is going to be some good stuff here. Mm-hmm. The flop comes down nine queen of clubs with a six. Mm. So I've got an open ended straight flush draw. So the mm. upside of this is that when you hit a straight flush, uh, royal flush, in the casino, they pay you nine hundred. They pay yeah. you. They pay you four hundred if you hit just a straight flush. So I'm looking at the four hundred, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, all right. So she bets out twenty five dollars. The flop. Yeah. The flop. The 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 turn card comes at two. Now there's three people in the pot. 
she bets out 75. And I looked over at her and I said, your, your over pair is no good here. Just, just she said, for- I'm sorry, I don't speak Spanish or English. <laughs> well, if she would have says I speak no Spanish, I, I would have knew I was in trouble. But yeah. I knew she had an over pair. I could tell by the way she was betting. So right. I reluctantly, you know, you look at the math on it, and I had nine outs for a flush. I've got eight more outs for a straight. And if my jack hits, I could be in good shape, possibly. Maybe she's got tens. I don't know. So with that many outs, with just that money, I put it in the, the 75 and a 10 hits. So now I've got a pair of tens and I'm beat, uh, at least I think. And she bets out 30. And this is where I made my, my mistake is that she showed she was weak. She was worried about that with a nine, 10 and queen of clubs. She was worried about a straight and I didn't pick up on it. I was so agitated that I didn't hit my straight or my flush that I just called instead of pushing her in for about 200 or 300 ended up losing. She turned over pocket King. So good, good for her. Um, Mm. I was, I was happy for, for a few seconds. And then I went back to being pissed off because I didn't get my cards, but nice lady nonetheless. (laughs) Yeah. So here's the fun story. So we sat down at a table or I sat down at a table and it had been 30 minutes and I hadn't seen anything, but King twos and Jack threes. And it was just nothing you could play. And I really wanted to see a hand and I got a, a King queen offsuit, which is something I like to play. And I was, was kind of amped up. I've been watching this one particular guy at the table, and he had already showed me his tell. Anytime he overbet what the pot was, he was bluffing. He was trying to push somebody off their, their hand. Mm-hmm. So this particular guy bets out 20 bucks. I call the 20 bucks. Two other people called. The flop comes down 9-7 king. You think, I'm in pretty good shape right here. Mm-hmm. So he bets out 42. Well, I've got I've got top pair with a good kicker, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call. So I called the 42, and another guy did too. So we're building a pretty good pot. Uh, next card comes a two. He bets out 50 bucks. And at this point, I'm I've got a mask on, but I'm laughing because I know what this guy's doing. And it was it, to me, it was comical. So I called the 50. Next card comes. He pushes all in for 125 on a jack. So he's telling me that he he's trying to represent the eight ten. That's what he's yeah, trying straight. to represent the straight. And I wasn't buying it. Yeah. So I call his one twenty five and, and when I do, he says, Are you not gonna push are you not going to back away from that king? He says, Who the fuck plays a king with that board? And he just stood up and he was going on and on and on. So Oh finally, God. So finally I turned over my, my cards and he pushed his chair across the floor and he was like so he stood up where the plexiglass was about at his chin and he's like fuck you for playing a king (laughs) so i stood up and i said hey do me a favor he was starting to walk away and i said hey do me a favor i said next time bring shoots and ladders he he, (laughs) he looks he looks at me with this odd look i said maybe you can beat me with that shit and that's when he wanted to fight (laughs) those were those were the words that wanted him to fight so I won about 240, 250 off that pot and sat back down and, and laughed for a good little while. But that was a funny story where I kind of made an ass out of myself, but made somebody else look well, like a bigger ass. 
if you don't mind uh, not copywriting that, next time I'm at the poker room and some shit like that falls out, I'm gonna pull that one out. Shoot, I may change it to you know Candyland, but that's a good that's a good line. I like that. So you mentioned uh, earlier in our talking before the pod that <clears throat> excuse me, you uh, you have a tabulation of how this particular business did this last 2020 year, the year of COVID. Do you want to share that with us at this time? Yeah, we can talk about that. Uh, it, it's funny is that people look at poker as is gambling, and it is. I mean, there's 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 a segment of a population that still thinks it's shady, and but really and truly, I I, I look at it as a business. And it, the conversation come up this week with my wife. She was talking about uh, cryptocurrency. She's invested in some of that, and she's done fairly well. She's done way better than I I ever would. You know, we just putting in minimal. She hit on a on a couple and was turning it into you know some good some good money. And she got to I got to telling her you know take it out this this is going to crash. And she said, well, you stop mm-hmm. playing poker. I said, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, that's just not going to happen because she goes, well, what you're doing is gambling. You're you're shoving your money in somewhere just like I am. And I said, well, I'm shoving my money in and, and making a decision in the moment based on the knowledge that I have. And I don't have to shove it in. I do it when I've got the best hand or I've got a read on somebody. So make a long story short, I've got an app that that I keep in my phone that shows me uh, start to finish of every poker uh, setting or session that I have. And I typically play through the year about seven and a half hours every And this year I played mm-hmm. 195 hours at a live table. Um, from probably July to December, and uh, I was up okay. seventy eight hundred bucks at the end of that. Jesus. So, oh, you were so net. That is that is beyond okay. what I take. That is that's plus. Yeah, plus seventy eight. Very nice. So that's a pretty good haul for half a year. Well, I was trying to hit ten. Trying to hit ten this year. Yeah. Um that was kind of my goal. So since it was only a half a year, but like I said, I had a couple sessions at in December that just killed me. I mean, I, I got just out flopped and out rivered. And, you know, I always say, if you go in with, if you can get your money into the pot with the best hand at the time, you're doing the right thing, regardless of how the, how the cards right. fall. And that's your goal. And I, I got out rivered a couple of times and it cost me some, some pretty good coin. Christmas is a little light, but you know, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, that's that's what I try to do. I, I, I keep track of, of all this stuff, just like my sports betting for the for yeah. 2021. I was up eight hundred and forty seven dollars and that doesn't sound nice. good. And that's because it's not. Um, I add in my fantasy leagues. I, I want a fantasy league, mm-hmm. you know, our NFL one. And I mm-hmm. come in second in the college one. And that right there alone was what six six eighty six ninety in in the yeah. end of December those bowl games some of those bowl games killed me and I I yeah, was putting some, some pretty heavy money on some of those for me and they just wouldn't they wouldn't panning out so well you at least I mean you got knocked in the nuts for twenty dollars by old JC here so yes I did don't forget that <laughs> and you know it's funny we, we we were talking about the our bowl uh bowl thing that we we did with a bunch of folks over the holidays how can three people end up tying and all have the same point total within seven points 
That was crazy. And I was, I was riding bitch. So I, luckily I was going to get second either way, the way that the points were the setup, but we know it was going to be a lot of points that scored in that championship game. Well, yeah. So, I think uh, when I picked my points, I was looking at Alabama playing Clemson and I, I think I picked 64 and I thought, well, that's, you know, 35, 30 is, is or 30, 35, 20. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty mm-hmm. good score for those two teams. But once, got in I, I knew that that 64 I picked was not good so yeah Alabama gave up a lot of points this season yeah. so anyway um the, uh DC we have not forgot about you we're moving on here I mean is there li- any more poker stories by the way or is that do you have any uh last no DC I, I know that you gambled you um does does Fozzie go to the felt no, it's been a while for me. Uh, I sort of felt that there. We have some tables here open and uh, not too far away from me, but uh, it's been a few years for me. Yeah, I know there's – I've heard there's a good poker yeah. room outside of Denver is what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd lose a lot of money there. I'd be like your, your friend there just getting up, cussing, you know, throwing a chair, starting a fight. That'd be me. <laughs> yeah, Fozzie and I are mainly just fuck around – throw 20 bucks in and call it a night 40 bucks if we're lucky and get drunk so that's that's what it boils down to we've gone as far as to one night we were so desperate to play poker and i guess bored for that matter we were down uh fowler's house down in uh sarasota i want to say it was maybe somewhere else and we (laughs) ended up only having three guys and we didn't have a poker table so we we flipped over a pizza box and we played on a fucking pizza box so that was the pizza box poker story I got more to it, but that's yeah, that's set. That's the that's that sounds like a good guts night. One of the a good that's guts a night. Have you ever played guts? I I have, but I, it's been a while. I forgot the rules. Well, everybody gets three cards and they put in a dollar. So let's just say there's ten people mm-hmm. at the table, because uh, that's one of the few games you can play with a lot of people. So everybody gets three cards, okay. and you look at them, and it's either high card, a pair. A flush, a straight, mm-hmm. because they flip flop in that game, or three of a kind. So okay. everybody holds their cards up to their chin. You say one, two, three guts. If you want to play the hand, you hold your cards. If you want out of the hand, you drop and you just you're you just lose a dollar at that point. So if two mm-hmm. people call, what obviously somebody's going to win. So the winner takes what's in the pot. The winner. I'm sorry, the loser matches the pot and everybody plays again. And you play hmm. until there's only one person to hold their cards up. And I've seen that game get nasty. That seems pretty simple. Nasty. It seems like it's got some poker style rules, but uh, a lot more people involved and obviously a smaller amount of cards yeah, in your hand. It can get so. expensive. Might have to. Yeah. So <clears throat> let's move along to our. First segment. I tell you what. Let let. Yeah, we're gonna go do the Super Bowl stuff here in in a bit. Uh, we're gonna get to our list segment. As a reminder, you can always go to our Giving the Points podcast Twitter handle to follow our weekly lists segment. So um, let's start with our guest. We're gonna go with uh, forgotten artists and bands from the you know at least ten plus years ago that we enjoyed listening to. It can be off the wall. It can be people that you know we are very familiar with, popular. Uh, Taylor Swift for you know DC. 
So we're going to start with DC. How do y'all want to do this? Do you want to go one, 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 or do you want to go all five at one time? What do you, how you, I think we should rotate. I like that Rotation sounds good to me. Yeah. Okay. A little rotation. So we'll go DC, Osho, and then yours truly. So uh, go ahead and give us your first favorite artist or band from 10 plus years ago. So the first one, these guys are not forgotten in our circles, but um, national um, you know, the water cooler, not too many people are aware that they're still around. And it's, it's the uh, mighty Metallica. I mean, those guys are, are, <laughs> they're, still, they're still putting out good music. They're Jesus. still touring stadiums. I mean, it's, uh, I had a friend say, Oh, they're still touring. I'm like, yeah, they're playing the, uh, mile high stadium here, man. It's like, they're still huge. And not a lot of people, uh, are yeah. aware. So the mighty Metallica number five. Wait, are you, are you sure they're, they're, they're back to touring? Well, besides last year, yes, they were going to tour last year. Oh, oh okay, okay. I yeah, yeah, they're they're back okay. to you know they're playing stadiums and everything. And not a lot of people <sighs> are aware. I mean, Metallica's still kicking strong, putting out good music, I, and uh, yeah. But are they really? I mean, okay, hey, you know Hard, what? That's Hardwired what opinions are. Album, Cox. I mean, you need to check which one out? Hardwired, the last one they put out. Well, hell, I'm going to jump on Apple Music after this and if take. You haven't heard it? Highly recommended. Good. Stuff. Have you Get tried the blackened okay. whiskey? All right. Oh, I have. Yes. Um, not bad. It's a good sipper. Um, don't mix it with anything just straight on the rocks. Yeah, it's not okay. bad at all. Okay. I'll try that. out. I never, I haven't, I've seen it. I think Cupfer or somebody showed the text of it, but, um, how about you? Adele? I've Did had you it. It's, it it's a pretty smooth, like you said, sipper. It's probably, probably not a Saturday. Okay. I'm going to drink from 1230 till midnight yeah, all day but it, it's, it can be a little stout yeah, I mean, but I, I did like it my wife bought me a, a bottle and of, i liked it a couple so not too many of them just a yep. couple at a time maybe okay all right odell, odell give us your first well forgotten band i artist. did not think metallica was a forgotten band so they're not on my list of 10 I, years I, but i, I, I number five for me i went candle box you know you, yes. Okay. You Excellent had far band. behind. Yes, right. You had you. You have cover me. I mean, they're they're just really good yeah. songs. Really, and I, it's something I still good, good bump band. out in the car. So I, I I chose Candlebox. And if I may add on to that, my favorite Candlebox moment is in uh, Eastbound and Down, where Mr. Kenny Powers, in honor of his. Uh, laid to rest friend on his uh, semi-pro baseball team. I forget his name. I think Shane is his name. He comes out to the outdoor, uh, uh, what do you call it, funeral, and play has a boom box on his shoulder playing Candlebox's uh, Forgot. What's uh, that song you Far Behind, said? You. Far Behind. Now yeah. made it. Is that yeah, it? Yeah, right that's there? the one, yep. Okay. <laughs> if you don't remember that scene, or if you've never seen it, shame on you. You go YouTube, Kenny Powers, Candlebox, classic scene. Anyway, I just had to add to that. Okay, now it's Cox. Uh, I, I didn't, yeah, I guess Candlebox, I can understand. Why, Metallica, uh, they're not forgotten, but uh, I know it's your boys. So I'm going to go back to the early 90s, and this is just because of my memories. It's not the best album, not the best group, but it's a group called Live. And specifically, a album called Throwing Copper. I yep. think it was called. Oh, yeah. that awesome you, album. Heard, okay, so Throwing Copper is an awesome album. Yes. Fucking phenomenal songs front to back. Is when I was going to Shorter College and I made trips home, as DeCosta, excuse me, DC knows all the time during the uh, off season. 
So I had a lot of time and I every trip there and back, I'd listen to that thing all the way through. Just some great songs. So I'm gonna get give me live because I don't really hear about them that often as my number one. So let's circle back to DC for your number two. Number two number two, we're gonna go with Soul Asylum. Around the same area as uh Candlebox. We're going uh, mid nineties. Um Cox will know this one mm. from the uh song Misery at the end of Clerks Two. Uh, that was a hit at, at a bachelor party. Uh, had we'll tell Osho about that after the pod. Had, yeah, had we'll have maybe to... one or two too many drinks, and uh, that song was on. But yeah, Soul Asylum, great band. Um, you know, short time and really good songs for those guys. It's a good band. Okay, all right. <clears throat> all right, Odell, what you got for number two? You had distance. You had never <laughs> there. You had I will survive. You had all those great songs. Love cake. Okay. Uh, as strange as it sounds for Cox at number two, I, I had Soul Asylum as well. I had you know, specifically Runaway Train, Misery, and I have in quotation marks, DaCosta knows about that song very well to be told off air. So we'll have to fill Odell in on that one. But yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know too many songs by them, but Runaway Train and Misery, those two particular ones really, really were uh, popular. And I uh, took a liking to them in the, uh, I guess, early 90s. So, DaCosta, what is number today? Numero tres. We're going to go with Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, they were early 2000 band, put out some great stuff. They kind of fell off uh, lately, but, man, they had some great songs. Uh, their biggest hit, I think, was on uh, the Madden game back in the early 2000s. That one was played endlessly mm-hmm. on the Madden. Oh, yeah. But good good guitar playing, good riffage, great singer. You know, they're kind of forgotten lately, but Avenged Sevenfold, number three. Okay. All number right, three, Odell, what you got three? I stand alone, yes. redneck punk. <laughs> I mean, how can you go? I, we must have saw them in concert at least five or six times back in the, the, the 90s. Lumberjack. Lumberjack. I mean, yeah. anytime you're playing a chainsaw on the stem of the guitar, um, I'm all there. Jackal all the way. Oh. Jackal. Did they happen to perform at Shades? Yes, I did question. see them at Shades, yeah. yes. I did. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. So number three, I'm going to go to the hip hop. Dare I? Dare I say? Uh, I'm going to go with back in 1995, okay. Goody Mob, uh, very popular Atlanta-based group. Their first album, Soul Food, had a lot of great hits. Um, I would say hits, but popular, catchy songs. And they had a couple albums after that, but uh, didn't really stand the test of time. A lot of them went on to do like some single. Uh, stuff so I'm gonna go with Goody Mob as my number three and DC what is your number four number four so we're going with uh, Alice in Chains one of my favorite bands from the 90s um, killer band after Staley died they kind of came around and released an album not too long ago still kicking ass still doing great shows sound great I mean Alice in Chains great band and if I'm not mistaken, our uh, other special guest uh, named one of his children after uh, that gentleman. Am I correct on that? Middle name, yes, he did. Middle name, okay. We'll, we'll have to talk about that in another show when he joins us. All right, so number four now, now see, show. I, with Allison Chains, I still think about Allison Chains. I still listen to it regularly, so mm. I, I didn't have that on my list. I went with number number two for me was Silverchair. Tomorrow... Pure Number Massacre, yep, Israel's Son. Reminds me of a lot of trips uh, that we used to take back in the 90s, especially in the summertime. And uh, so I'm a big fan of Silverchair. 
Okay. Now these last two for me are a little different. I just know one song by this fourth one for me. And it reminds me of a particular movie, like a lot of things do in my life. So I'm going with Alien Ant Farm. Now they only had one song that I was aware of. It was a remake of Michael Jackson's Smooth Criminal. It to me, that's one of the only remade songs that are better than the original, if I may say so much against the King of Pop. Uh, this song was popular, if you recall, in a scene in American Pie 2 when Jim is caught jerking off with the, the super glue. He thinks his lube that he had in that summer house that he's trying to put in the porn. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can recall that scene, but mm-hmm. yep. that was a good a good instance of that song. I just like the name, too. So Alien Ant Farm, I don't think anybody's thought of them in maybe even 20 years. So that's my number four choice. And special guest, DC, what is your number so five? So no, five, which is my number one choice, would be Winger. Oh, my gosh. And this this band, I know people, people know, like, the song 17. Forget that. Listen to any of the stuff they put out from 90 to today. Absolutely killer hard rock music, great guitar playing. Winger. Forget the 17 guys. They're an awesome band. Thalmet Shades. <laughs> okay. Another Shades band. Another Shades band. Oh, we – we need to have a uh, best shades band uh, the list that I can just be the uh, narrator, uh, you know, the the commenter for. I can kind of run things. I've, I've never seen a band of shades in my life. That's how lame I am. So, um, all right, number five, four, number five, which would be my number got. one, Ugly Kid Joe, Whiplash, Liquor, yeah. Panhandling wow. Prince, good traveling, drinking music. Not at the same time, but you're either drinking to it or you're in a car with it. That's that's my number one. Okay. All right. And my number five is solely for the name. I have no recollection of a damn song they sung. Maybe you guys do. I just thought it was a funny ass name growing up. I'm gonna go butthole <laughs> surfers. Uh, can you can y'all no. tell me a name of a they song? Had by one. Them? That, that was a if hit. You can't. I forget oh, the they? name of the song, but I do remember like one like vague hit they had. I just can't think of it. Yeah. I bet if you Google search "butthole surfers," any uh, it's got to be ten plus years that the first uh, topic based on that name uh, will come up because I frankly have not uh, thought of that name since I looked it up recently. Might pull, uh, pull up earlier on today, the hub so. if you're not careful. Yeah, yeah, you might pull up something you might not want to see. Surfers with bent over. So, uh, Odell, you mentioned you have a concert story after we. Now that we've uh, gone over yeah. our five, uh, DC, any honorable mentions? I mean, there's there's a lot of honorable mentions. Um, remember the Nixons mid '90s? They they had a, one great album. Nixons hmm. were kind of like around that Candlebox yeah. time. Yeah. They were a pretty solid band. I mean, they I think they disappeared after one album. Um, there's there's just so many that I, I listen to. I still listen to today, but no one would ever. Know. I I have I have down here a Queens right yeah. and an yep. Afro okay. man. Oh, uh, Afro man, because I got. <laughs> We were talking about Shades. Shades. So here's a story from Shades. Back in the mid-90s, Morris and probably Campbell, and there's probably a whole list of us. We used to go to Shades all the time and see shows. We went to this one show, and I think, I think we were there to see Testament, I think. And this band comes out on stage, and the name of the band was called Propane. And yep. this guy walks out on stage. He must have been 280. He hadn't showered in at least 30 Sundays. 
just a gritty guy. He grabs the microphone and yells out, this one's called Stitch of Piss. And I'm like, oh, my God. I would had a few elixirs, and it was the most hysterical thing I've ever heard at a concert, right? So fast forward about two weeks. Morris and I are sitting in his parents' living room watching TV, and we're watching MTV Headbangers Ball or something. And the these <laughs> the, the the person narrating the show says, "Here's a new one from a band called Propane," and damn if it wasn't stench of piss yes. on Headbangers Ball, and I, that's when I lost it. it it's just Are you, stench. You're of saying piss. stench yes. of piss, like the smell and of it. it. Okay. Yeah. That is it, a great it, name. It, it, it's to Simple. me, it's a hilarious story because I was there. And anytime you see some Hell dude yeah. who hadn't showered in that long, probably from Seattle somewhere, uh, show up on the MTV yeah. that you've just laughed at, it makes you really rethink your life plan. It really does. Right. All right. So we will move along to our second list segment of this show our favorite artist or group's music catalog, complete catalog to have with you if you were, God forbid, stuck on a desert island. So if you had those luxuries somehow, uh, we're going to give out five, I believe is what we agreed upon. And let's jump into the same order we did earlier. Uh, so special guest DC, what you got it? I guess we're going to do this five through one is that, I guess I went the wrong way last time. So let's All do right, number, number five. five. We're going to go with Aerosmith. Um, so long catalog, mm. uh, great tunes in the seventies, eighties, pretty good tunes, nineties. And, and since they kind of fell off, but it's a great catalog to have. If, if a woman mm. happens to show up, if a mermaid floats on shore, you've got some songs that are kind of laid back <laughs> for the ladies, but you also got some rockers from the seventies. So long catalog. Lots of variety, Aerosmith. And a great roller coaster. I tell you that that thing is awesome. Rock and roller good. coaster. If you haven't been on it, get on it for it. I think they're gonna they're changing it. All right, okay, here's where Ocho, I get what murdered. Is your number These five? five are going to get me murdered and made fun of, but I don't care. This is my list and I'm gonna roll with it the way I want to roll with it. Number five, I want Adele. Better not be the curve. Give me Adele's catalog. Right out of the oh, I'm going with Adele. Dear God. Wow, not, nothing more. Just wouldn't that? All right, let me cl- cl- clarify here. Do you want the new thinner Odell, <laughs> Odell, Adele, or do yeah, you I want, want the original Adele. chunky Adele? Medium size. Yeah, I don't. I don't need all medium of it. size Adele. I don't, okay, I, I need more than okay. a little. Just give me medium Dude. size. God forbid you and your lady that you're with part ways, and you you walk in the path of Adele. She could be yeah, she known could. as Adele Odell. That is, <laughs> that's a classic name. <laughs> and I would not be worried. All right, anyway. so let me jump to my five. You would not. You'd be on an island with this uh, Adele Odell drinking, uh, sipping drinks and uh, betting wagers. So, all right, I'm going to have a lot of hip-hop on here. So get ready. Um, surprise, surprise. We're going to oh, go okay. with the Clan of Wu-Tang. Uh, any of those, uh, I'm sorry, you can't go wrong with Wu-Tang Clan. You got what God knows how, 25 members. They've got their own solo careers. Uh, of course, Method Man, Ghostface Killer. Uh, there's plenty of music on plenty of out. Now, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of shit they put out too. But overall, 
the gems are better than the shit. So I'd love to Big have fan of Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang Clan in my ears at yes. number five. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you really? Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck okay, with. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan forever. ODB, rest in peace. All right. Uh, number four, Number four, we're going to go with a what band from the 2000s. Um, it's Creed with a different singer. It, the band called Alter Bridge. Uh, great band, hmm. great songs, killer guitar playing. Miles Kennedy is a singer. He's one of the best around. Alter Bridge. 2000s band. So Scott, Scott Stapp. Yeah, Scott Stapp was the singer of Creed. They got rid of him when he uh, heroined out or whatever in 2000. Mm. Got Miles and uh, they're more progressive Mm. guitar solos. Just great stuff they put out nowadays. Alter Bridge. 10-4. All right. Number four. All right. One and only. The symbol, Prince. I want, I want, on my island, I want Adele music and I want some Prince. Yeah, I'm down with some Prince. Prince is Prince okay. is legit. Good guitar player too. Prince can play. Talented guy. Okay, I I, I promise this doesn't sound hope to sound like a, I'm shitting on it, but there's there's three I want to say groups or artists that I I can't stand. Prince is one of them. The Eagles is another one, and I forget there's another one. I always say that I I don't want to. Maybe I don't. It's not Jimmy Buffett, but. I don't know. I, for some reason, people love Prince, dude. I, I don't get it. I mean, there's some Raspberry good songs. Parade, don't get me wrong. Little Red there's a couple I good, mean, good songs, Go man. back and watch the Prince Super Bowl man. in the rain. Okay. That's the Jack. I think he was here in Jacksonville. Is that not? Was, was that Jacksonville. Here? Go back and watch. There's, there is a whole 30 for th- – I think it's 30 for 30 that they did on just his performance mm, and what he okay. did to to lead up to that and then they show it show him playing the guitar of prince is the man i'm sorry mm. okay okay well hey again i don't i i don't hate him i just don't understand I, let me say it this way i don't understand why people are fanatical about him sure. that i'll leave it at that so Moving on to my number four pick, I'm going to go with an obvious one that was stated by our special guest in the beginning. I'm going with the Talica Boys from San Francisco. I can't think of another rock band that I enjoy that has so many just hit, not, not hit songs, but just songs that just just banging drums, uh, bass, just. And of course, Jimothy's voice is just silky. I, it, it's ridiculous. I love everything about Metallica. I am still now that uh, rock rock. What was it called? Was canceled? Uh, what was that thing called? Rockville. Welcome to Rockville. Yeah, yeah it was canceled last year. Yeah. Now that that COVID <clears throat> fucked that up, that was my fir- going to be my first time. Oh my believe gosh, it or not, you're in for a treat, seeing the Metallica boys. So, yeah. Uh, I that's what I hear. So I will take anything by Metallica for number four. Uh, so DC, what we got place. for the middle of the We got a the, uh, legend who actually three. passed away not too long ago. We're going to go with Van Halen. Uh, great catalog of songs. Two lead singers, so it's almost like two bands. So you get like two for one on this because you get the whole catalog. Mm. Eddie Van Halen, the I mean, greatest rock guitar player of our time. Killer songs. Just Van Halen. Awesome stuff from those guys. Yeah. Okay. Now, is it that far apart? I like Van, Van Hagar as well. I mean, just it's a different vibe. It's more laid back, yeah. but the guitar playing is superior. Better yeah. singing, but you know, less of the showmanship that Dave brought. But both great bands. The catalog you get both for one. So, give me Van Halen. See, I can't. I can't. Odell. Stand Sammy me and Hagar. three Odell. I he's he is one of the musicians that. Uh, 
that I just ugh, not daily Roth fan. Hey, awesome. Hoffer teacher. Yeah. That whole album was in 1984 was the name of that album. 
the new stuff. And then my buddy Lee told me yep. about it. He's like, dude, listen to it. And it's phenomenal. It's man. called the Music new, to the be Murdered Within, within two really years good. ago. So uh, he had lost it. Yes, that's – yeah, yeah. I mean, hell, he's like all right, 45, and he's still just doing the same thing he did at 20. So crazy. Uh, number two, <laughs> we're about to get real, real gay here. Um, we're going back to England. Uh, we're going to go with Miss Sir Elton John. I, I just <laughs> love a lot of uh, – I mean, I've seen him in con- I was lucky enough to see him in concert in Vegas with my wife on our honeymoon, and I just love everything. His greatest hits is phenomenal. Even the movie they had about him was pretty damn good. Um, but any, yeah, he's a showman. Uh, he's gay as hell. That's great. Whatever floats your boat. But uh, yeah, I just grew up listening to Elton John. My mom kind of just listened to it, pumping it, and I just kind of got embedded in my I'm ears. So big I'll fan take of Sir Elton John, John too. Huge yeah, fan. Uh, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't put him. I would not putting okay. him on this list I, on this show. I'm sorry. I have no shame. He is no matter. I liked it. I liked it. I wanted to kind of mix it up and put something outside the metal or rap. So I had to throw one of those in. So. DC, give I mean, us your yeah, number this, one, this which is very it's uh, the mighty Metallica. I mean, uh, predictive. Great catalog. Forty years of just metal. I mean, yeah. Forty years. So we're looking at forty years of. Yeah, they're in their fifties, still rocking, wow. still you know sounding good, still playing. You know, just that's Metallica. What can you say? The, the goats. I mean, that's it. No, you can't. That's great. Yeah, that's the goat. Number one, All right. Metallica. Show and unveil your I number mean, one. I, I've seen them way too many times in concert. I've seen them, yeah, all over the country. Every time they put on a good show, their music. I I, I tend to like the the older mm-hmm. stuff better than the newer stuff. But uh, I, that mm-hmm. their whole '80s genre, that whole decade, I, it plays on loop in my car just about so. Yeah, yeah, you can't go wrong, man. I'm glad all three of us had it in our top five, and uh, my number one has uh, been this way for quite some time, and it's uh, the duo Outcast. So I heard them for the first time in I think mid '90s, maybe first few years of high school, and I've been listening to them ever since. I don't think they've done much lately, but man, they are just phenomenal. Love the lyrics, the beats they put out, and the, the collaborations they do, and uh, I love those I like two it. dudes, so give me Outcast at number one. So we have a little eclectic collection between the three of us. And as a reminder for our listeners, you can always go to our Twitter handle for these lists, including our special guest. Uh, go to Giving the Points podcast. and We'll have some upcoming list ideas. We would like to switch it up from a sports to a non-sports. It kind of rotates. So I think sports related is uh, on deck next time. So. Moving along, we're going to go to well, about this point in the show, we'd like to talk about our college fantasy stuff, and obviously we don't have jack shit, uh, so we're going to probably go to the Super Bowl, the biggest game of the year. Um, let, let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, first and foremost, the spread. Let's talk about the spread. I believe it's at, obviously, Kansas City is playing at Tampa Bay, and for the first time ever, I believe the home team correct. has a Super Bowl game. Correct. Can anyone disagree with that? I think that okay. So, which is crazy because Tampa Bay not just having 
I mean, it, they didn't have a home field game throughout the playoffs. They won three straight road games. I, I can't see not betting against them if, unless they're playing the Chiefs, which I, in the beginning of the season or somewhere in the beginning, I told DaCosta, I said some stupid bet that, you know, they're going to get there and they're going to win it. I forget what our wager was or, you know, fucking around. But Kansas City, I think, is at three, minus three and a half. Uh, we'll, go, we'll go with the special so guest. Who are you looking uh, at taking if you had to put your money on it? One. Um, I've been riding them all playoffs. I just don't see him losing. Their defensive line is going to absolutely crush Kansas City, who's out there both left tackle and right tackle. Mm. So if I'm putting money down, I'm putting my money on Tom the GOAT yes. walking out with another Super Bowl. Everybody's going to lose their mind that hates him. But, I mean, the guy is the biggest winner in the history of sports. It's, it's undeniable. Mm-hmm. It's just – it's insane. And I hate him. Absolutely, man. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, it's I'm so... not a Patriots guy. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good – Well, a good before I – show what do you what are you looking Before at? I give you my prediction, I'm going to ask you both a trivia question. When you're bringing... Had you rather – Okay, I love it when you're bringing heat, baby. Put $1,000 on Steph Curry to hit a three-pointer or Tom Brady to go to the Super Bowl? I mean, Steph Curry hit three. Okay. He's going to hit three. Steph Curry hit three. That's, yeah, that's a pretty, I mean, you might want to rethink that question because his chance of hitting a three, You'd he's be like, wrong. I mean, uh, yeah, I would You'd say Steph Curry hit a three. Steph why, Curry why, why, shoots 43% from three point land through his career. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady has went to the Super Bowl 47% of the time he's played the game. Insane. That is effing sick. <laughs> that stat will be on our uh, handle on Twitter as well. So that that's a stat. Probably been I, I read it somewhere uh, on not. one of these. Where, where did you find it, by the way? Started laughing, and I was thinking, well, Steph Curry, he he hits them all over the floor, but he's forty three percent from the field. Yeah, Tom Brady has been in. He's played twenty one seasons now, and that he's is. went to the, or, or twenty seasons now, and nineteen is a starter, and he's went to the Super Bowl ten times. Think about it. I mean, it's crazy. So, with that being said, God, that's sick. Yeah, Kansas City, Tampa will cover the ten and a half. That's my ten, prediction. Ten and a half, three and a half. Oh, no, 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 no. It's three and a half. It's, 10, it's three and a half. That. It was three. Now it's three and a half. Last time I checked. Oh, no. well, yeah. You can. You, okay, so yeah, I'm taking Kansas for something City. Else, but. What, what I I was reading a prop bet. Sorry, I was reading okay, a prop bet. Okay, you're still going to take the three and a half, Kansas City. I will take that. But three, at three and a half, I'm still ta- uh, I'm still taking Kansas okay. City, and I will tell you why. Wow. I know they will have offensive line problems. Kansas okay. City will, and and Foz alluded to that earlier. They will. Kansas City doesn't really rely on the run game. They're going to get their wide receivers and their running backs out to the edge. And they're going to be outmatched out there. Tampa's going to be their their outside defense is going to be outmatched. And Mahomes has got this new thing he's done this year. I didn't see it a whole lot last year. Maybe I just didn't notice it, but he's getting the ball and running backwards 15 yards before he even plans to throw. I think Tampa's going to have a tough time getting to him. I think it's going to be the best Super Bowl we've seen probably in the last 20 years. I do think that. I th- Hey, I tell you what, for recording purposes, I apologize. Give me the last 
20 seconds that you said, because I think it uh, interrupted. Okay. Um, for my so I, giving that I, haven't, I didn't see this last year, but I noticed it this year where Mahomes is dropping back 15 yards before he even throws the ball. And I think he, I think he gets it out. I think he gets, he gets the ball to his receivers. <laughs> and I, I think they do cover. I really do. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I was back and forth you know, from the time they put this spread out. And I think I echo the same sentiments that DC and yourself did about uh, offensive line is a huge piece to how Patrick Mahomes stays secure in the pocket and, and gets to Kelsey at Hill. Uh, I, I think the Tampa Bay is momentum is huge momentum. It's not so much as like the NCAA mad or March madness, uh, but momentum is huge and having a home fucking game. Uh, you know, I, I got to take Tampa Bay, man. I, I don't, I, how many games, how many Super Bowls has well, Brady lost? Six, I don't, three, I don't remember right? looking he's that Six up. and three. Six, yeah, he's six and three. Six wins. Six and three. So 66% chance. I mean, I, I'm i putting heavy dose of money. I, as know, a degenerate, I don't know if you picked on, this on up or not. Right. I did, and it, it weighed heavily on what I was thinking about this game. Mm-hmm. Last year when – New England won the Super Bowl. Gronk, Kansas City won last year. I'm sorry. When Kansas City won the Super Bowl, the last one that the Brady won, they walked out of the tunnel with Gronk and Brady together and then made this video. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So after the, after the NFC championship game, hmm. they made the same video again, which tells me, as a degenerate, they don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Because hmm. why wouldn't you wait? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You you wait for the big uh, statement, I guess. And uh, I guess they blew their load early. Well, uh, we shall see. Uh, you know, we got another week of plus for – God knows what to happen. Injuries, COVID, who the hell knows. But uh, let me also tickle your ass with this feather with a Super Bowl MVP uh, wager. I'm going to give you uh, some odds. You tell me. Now, traditionally, as we know, it's a quarterback-laden MVP. You know, it's heavy quarterbacks that get it. Uh, I got Mahomes at minus 120. Brady, plus 225. Tyreek, plus 1,000. Kelsey, plus 1,200. And... And yeah, I read that right. And Godwin is the next one at plus twenty eight hundred. So I mean, it's hard, DC, who if you had that to under your head, who would you pick? I mean, for yeah, Kelsey or, put a thousand or Tyreek to win, they're going to have to have like crazy yardage and Mahomes to have a oh. subpar game. Um, that being said, since I picked the Bucks, I'd have to go with Tom. I mean, just can't. He'd have to have an absolutely horrific game for them to not give it to him if they win. So Tom's going to get it if the Bucks win. Yeah, I put two bets down True. today. Odell, what you got? Um, and I, I put them down thinking along the same line I spoke of, of not I, – I put one on Leonard Fournette. I put the other on that mm. Johnson True. kid. Could happen. The wide receiver. He's Johnson. a okay. No, there's a there's another guy that, that, that Scotty Miller always tries to find. It's he's done it. It's uh, his name, last name's Johnson. He's a, he's a rookie. He sh- Tyler Johnson. I think I know you talking about. Yeah, he's he's Ty- tried to Tyler find Johnson. Him. 
Tyler Johnson half Minnesota the season yeah, all year yeah. long. I knew this. So, yep. And if he catches okay. two, that could give That's it to long him. shot so. MVP option. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, I'm with DC on this. I mean, if I'm picking the Bucks to win, I got to go Brady. I don't see anybody else on the offense, and for that matter, defense side uh, over show. You know, especially with if it was Brady's first Super Bowl and his first time there, maybe there might be some love for some other Bucks if they win. But I, plus two twenty-five, that's doubling your money. Um, if I were, I, although I do, if if the Chiefs win, if Mahomes has an average yeah. game, which average for him is what three and a quarter and three touchdowns, Kelsey is just a beast. I've been doing all right. I've been doing these prop parlays, and I will damn sure do one for at least twenty bucks, and they'll pay I don't know hundred something. You you get a combination of this, and I've hit it a couple times in the last few weeks. Eight receptions plus one hundred yards and a touchdown. If I forget what the odds are for this, like maybe. Five, four or five to one, uh, I want to say maybe more than that. But that is a he's. If you look at his game log, it's the first half, he's pretty much good for that every almost every game. So that's uh, yeah. I mean, really, that's the first half. That's like a Dante Smith first half, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Uh, so Devonte, I'm gonna say Dante. So yeah, I guess I get O'Brady for my MVP. I'm gonna get a couple of dark horses, like you mentioned. Leonard Fournette could sneak in there and snag a couple of touchdowns and goal line situations. Sting the Jag fans a little bit. Get that, uh, I think the Fournette's a good bet because uh, uh, for, if, if for the that. game goes like a, a running slow game, he scores a couple of touchdowns. I could definitely see yeah, that, that as is. a possibility. Yeah. If the yeah. Um, so we've, uh, we'll sure, I'm sure we'll probably get together again before the Super Bowl. If not, that's our Super Bowl chatter. Um, anything else y'all want to throw in for the Super Bowl related, uh, prop parlays you saw, Gatorade color. What, what are we thinking here? Anything? Cause I've got, no, I got I the Gatorade color. Red. See what y'all think about that. Okay. So based on the colors of the teams, you got to think about your options here. So red and yellow chiefs. And then Bucks, what? I guess that's a red and brown or gold or something. So this is just, I don't know what website this is. The cor- color of liquid poured on winning coach. Uh, orange plus 125. Red slash pink plus 300. Yellow green lime plus 400. Purple plus 600. Clear plus 600. And blue plus 700. So I kind of think it's going to be red either way. Red or orange. You'd almost have to go back I mean, and look at the video to see what color they were drinking. What color they were drinking in the, the AFC championship games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or past Super there's Bowl, a reason you know, the red when they won is giving you such they good before, you know, and see. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I know it's because a lot of times they do it close enough to their uniform colors, so. I don't know why we're getting into this. That's my apologies. That's what degenerates do. Talk about the fucking color of liquid coming out for the amount of dollars you're spending. So my apologies. L- uh, last question football related that I have. How did you think the Heisman voting went? Do you think Devontae? Oh, absolutely. Devontae was DC just a beast guest, all please, year. Uh, uh, let us as know. Good, as well as Mac Jones played. I mean, Mac Jones surrounded by those weapons with Najee Harris. I think Devontae well-deserved. And the dude is going to dominate in the NFL. He's just too quick. He's he's like Tyreek Hill, mm-hmm. um, but a little bit quicker. And without the bad uh, bad stuff in his back, Devontae, Not... phenomenal. Yes, I did. 
Wait, I'm I'm sorry. Did you say Devontae's quicker than Tyreek? You're on crack, but we'll talk about that another day. Tyreek is the fastest dude I've ever seen in my life. Non non-track related. That dude's ridiculous. I saw a run. I don't know if y'all saw it. The catch, uh, he didn't score a touchdown. Somebody chased him down, surprisingly, but he zigzagged. Uh, when was it? The AFC Championship, but I have to go back and find out when it was. It was sick. It was a sick run. He almost got tackled. And uh, Yeah, I mean, he's ridiculous. I was so, disappointed. Uh, Osho, what do you think? How, how did it go? During you the think Heisman they voting, picked the right one? But I, as he racked up the first half he did, and I, and I kind of mm-hmm. bowed and said, you know what? They got it right. I, w- I was wrong. They got it yes. right. He he earned that award. So I was I was happy to see him God get it man. after it was all said and done. Yeah. I agree. That first half was just silly. I mean, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It was what was insane. it? 13 catches for like 800 yards? I don't know. Something like that. Was, and three touchdowns. Yeah. So, um, uh, anything else to add to the football end of our speak, or do you want to move on to our pop culture segment? You know, what about the bad coaching in the games? I, that's a note Field. that I got. Both of the AFC Try. and the NFC games, the coaching on the losing teams was just horrible. Uh, I mean, you trot Aaron Rodgers out there and get to the 10-yard line on fourth and goal with yeah. three timeouts and two minutes left, and you've got the two-minute warning, and you want to kick a goddamn field goal? I mean, I was pulling my hair out. I, I really I, – I was rooting for Tampa. Mm. But I'm thinking to myself, what the hell are you doing? I, I, mm-hmm. I know how to manage this situation, and I'm not getting paid a nickel. Yeah. So – and then the AFC game was the same way. The, the Bills just True. kept – And you – one shot at, at beating Mahomes. You, you've already blew a 9 nothing lead. So why not roll the dice? So I, I just thought the, the coaching was just piss poor. On both yeah, those, those you got to do a lot. I don't think I recall a game that the Chiefs have lost when the team winning team has beaten them with field goals so, in, in the Mahomes era. So that's, yeah, good call on that one. Now you mentioned also about the possible QB carousel in the NFL Cup coming this season. I know we've, a lot of uh, names talked about getting to different places. So uh, give me some predictions, you know what, y'all, start. who I you think is going to be where next year. Stafford, Watson, Breeze, possibly Rodgers, Rivers, Trubisky, possibly Raper Roethlisberger, all gone from their respective teams. I think it's going to be a huge flip in in what we're seeing with quarterbacks. I mean, I'm hearing everybody wants to go to San Francisco. I'm hearing some of the big boys uh, want to go to Denver. Like I've heard Stafford mm-hmm. to Denver three times this week from, and they're saying that Pittsburgh can't no longer afford Rob. I have Carter. heard that too. He's, he's a cap liability. Yeah. Watson wants to go to the Jets, which pushes Darnold out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I just think I think it's going to be crazy. I don't. I see you mentioned. Uh, I remember Darnold. I, I I just don't see yeah. a fit for him as a starting quarterback. Yeah, he'll get a chance. I guess he was on a shitty team. Too talented but, a guy. He'll be, he'll uh, get another shot. I mean, he he has think? some good. Well, the Jaguars are going to have your your he boy. Has, the Jaguars. They give everybody a chance. Yeah, they don't need a quarterback. They got Trevor. That's true. I don't know why I forgot about that. Trevor, the safe. Yeah, yeah I mean, I what, you any predictions for quarterbacks where they're going to end? Jets. Jimmy I mean, G, number two pick. That just makes too much sense there. That's the best you're, deal you're going to get Oof. from. 
the 49ers, I mean, I'm a 49er fan, so yeah. I'm hoping for Aaron Rodgers, number one. I'll settle for Matt Stafford. I think one of those two guys ends up there. Um, hopefully it's Rodgers, but if not, Stafford's a, a consolation prize for that. And then, I mean, as far as the carousel goes, it's just going to – the dominoes are going to fall. I think those are the two big dominoes. First, Deshaun Watson, then Rodgers, and then we'll see where everybody else ends up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we know Philip Rivers is going to end up on the high school sidelines. So that, that's, that says that uh, he's done, obviously. But he had a good career. Uh, I, he knows a crybaby. He's a pretty damn good quarterback uh, for the most part. Um, any other NFL? The, news the only notes, other thing I got uh, was a Twitter bring up? Uh, feed. I was on Twitter this week, and there was an argument around all these quarterbacks and where they were going. And somebody posted that. The Broncos was a dumpster fire um, in Denver. And a Denver fan come on there and said, a Lions fan calling the Broncos a dumpster fire. If seven Super Bowl appearances is a dumpster fire, what would you call one playoff win in over 60 years? I just thought that was some heat being thrown out there on Twitter. Um, Props to this guy, Kid Droog. That was hilarious. I laughed for 10 minutes when I read that because he's right. Detroit is a damn dumpster fire. That, that's true. That is a nice comeback for sure. Damn, damn, damn. Touche. So uh, this is the point in our show before we part ways where we like to go over any kind of pop culture related things, TV, music, movie. Well, we've already done music, obviously. Shit. Uh, anything, uh, anything, uh, for our special guest, anything, uh, Netflix, Amazon prime that related that you've, uh, ca- just caught your eye in the last couple of weeks um, or months I, no, and during the COVID the, uh, adventure thing on HBO there not too long ago, the two part, uh, little series there. Um, kind of interesting with oh, the, uh, the way, you know, he was yes. raised and it gives you a little insight to be a goat. I mean, we all grew up watching him when he was, you know, our, he's around our age. So we saw him, you know, win the tournaments and of course get into the, Shitstorm in the 2000s. So it's kind of, I thought it was kind of interesting. Definitely worth a watch. And you'll learn a little bit about how it can be such a freaking weirdo. So, mm-hmm. no, I have not. I, I've been waiting to hear somebody tell yeah. me either to watch did, or not. Did you watch, watch that show? And that's the, the... I want, yeah, watch it. I, we got, Laura and I got through uh, half of it. We, we're going to finish it probably tonight or tomorrow after this. So I definitely, it's, it's, it's definitely not backed by Tiger, whatever that term is. It's really, it's, it's there's a lot of shit about his dad in there. So uh, it's some stuff I never knew. Yeah, it's really it's interesting so far. I didn't know his dad was that much of a sea sucker, but uh, yeah, yeah, he's got he's got some uh, negative stuff about him. Um, so yeah, I, I'd recommend that if you're a podcast fan. There's a uh, I don't know if I've mentioned it to anybody. Obviously, you're listening to our podcast, but there's one this comedian Jim Florentine. He does a podcast which is now on the platform of uh, Barstool Sports called Everybody is Awful Except You. Uh, first of all, he's a huge metal fan, previously from that metal show. Of course, DaCosta, I'm sure, knows about that. Um, but he, it's great. He just shits on Facebook posts. People send him just people. He calls out liars on Facebook and social media. Uh, he is just a great, he's, he's negative in a good way. I really recommend you to listen to it. it it's uh Jim Florentine. Everybody is awful except you. Man, so I, I got involved with no football. I got week. involved in way too How much. How about you? Oh, what you got? Anything? Me. I thought call of duty season. 
stuff, but I, I, I guess as I'm doing certain things and I just started watching TV. So one, one, I, there's three I'll recommend to you. One, Jimmy the Greek on ESPN. If you haven't seen that, it is a sad story of a, of a man who has it all and loses everything. Mm-mm. It talks about how he gets started in gambling and how he become the face of NBC and CBS. Mm-hmm. I guess it was CBS uh, back in the 80s, if you remember that as a kid. Really good watch for, for an hour and 20 minutes. The other is I watched on ESPN the Vic uh, show, about three hours long. Uh, I, I walked away from that show disliking him just as much as I did before I watched it. So it, it tells you the real story behind what was going on. Um, he is okay. in the show. He gets interviewed and he, he just basically says, I, I screwed up. Still didn't like him when I was done, you know, but probably the most interesting on Netflix is a movie called platform. Somebody recommended it to me. Okay, I've, oh, I've watched yeah, it and I've it was that. awesome. It was me. It was me. Crazy. Yes, isn't it, dude? It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. You stop. Okay, yeah. obviously we're talking about the prison. That's uh, la- well, I watched it. And it was instead awesome. of horizontal. Okay, yeah, that's. I, I remember a few shows ago I recommended that. Oh, I'm glad my recommendation went to good good use. It's uh, yeah. So for all of you listening, uh, all however I, many, I thought it was the, the platform. platform it's called I, platform I or the platform. I think it's the platform. It, yeah, the platform on Netflix must watch. Phenomenal! It's great. It's not going to win any Oscars, but it's just a very interesting concept. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a horror a movie, movie watcher. So either. we all three uh, give it two thumbs up. I tend to uh, so, I'm more of a Talladega Nights guy myself, but this was good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hell yeah, classy movies. Smoking the Bandit. Come on, we're classy. Uh, but one thing about that movie, I don't want to spoil too much, but when they were on that lower level and the food got to barely anything, it was just a sad. The so lower I, I, the level, level, the worse. You I forget got. which way did it go up or down? Yeah, it started up and went down. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it starts high. Okay. High is good. All right. Yeah, it, we won't spoil it. So that's my fault. Uh, so yeah, that's all right. I'm glad you watched that. And uh, we all three definitely uh, agree that we like it. Um, so let's go move on to our fuck tar. Yes, we of do. The week. Roll it I out. Believe we agreed that we do have oh, go ahead. one. No, I, yeah. I didn't get the guy's name of uh, the Seattle Seahawks offensive lineman. Chad uh, Wheeler. There, who, uh, Chad Wheeler. That's the guy. Yep. So we were talking about this on, you know, before we got on the show. So Chad Wheeler, offensive lineman for Seattle, he decides that he is going to not take his bipolar crazy medicine and chokes his girlfriend out. And when I mean choke her out, he chokes her unconscious. This crazy son of a bitch goes after he thinks she's dead and makes a smoothie, goes to the kitchen makes a smoothie, sits down at the kitchen table and is drinking his smoothie. She gets up from her unconsciousness, goes to the bathroom, calls police, and he says to her, you're not dead? Now, that's a crazy son of a bitch. I don't give a, I don't give a shit what happened. That's crazy. 
that is nuts. Yep. Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah. Get back Seattle on the meds, brother. About 30 seconds after he was arrested. And he's been cut he since the then, obviously. Well, hopefully. And, and it's just insane. I mean, mm. and there's pictures yeah. out there online of his girlfriend, and he beat the dog shit out of her. Yep. I mean, six, seven, three fifty. You expect it, but mm. you typically don't see the pictures leaked out on the internet. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I do want to close with this one thing you sent me: uh, a wager that was made at the Borgata, the Borgata Hotel and Casino uh, way back on February 29, twenty twenty when I believe there was some chatter of uh, Brady moving to the Buccaneers. I don't think it had uh, been executed yet. Uh, Odell provided this bet for me um, that someone, obviously it's uh, anonymous. They wagered on a 35 to one for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to be the NFC conference winner. Uh, They bet $8,000 and they hit 280 grand on that. So whoever that was, Amen. You got balls. You saw your future. And you've got seeker too much and, money, uh, too. More power to you. That's a phenomenal bet, man. Jesus. 30. You do. I mean, 8,000 on uh, a future. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm scared to bet 20 on a future. Shit. So, uh, uh, any, nope. anything good, before man. we part ways? All good here. I didn't, I didn't win Powerball or a Mega Millions. So I'm still going to work every day. Yep. Same here. All right. Yeah, likewise. And when we do, we'll be on a a better platform for this uh, broadcast. I can guarantee you that we can afford it. So, hell yeah. So, for my, our special guest, the one and only DC, we thank you for joining us, sir. For my co-host, Jason Oshodell, I am Jeff Cox, wishing you much luck in your wagering endeavors. And as always.